Welcome to Em and Sue Watch Dollhouse, a podcast where we are both watching Dollhouse for the first time. Today we will be talking about Season 2, Episodes uh, Meet Jane Doe and A Love Supreme. I'm Sue. And I'm Em. I'll sacrifice for you, I'll even do wrong for you, oh baby. Moe's visit. We did. Moe's has been a good boy. Yep. Yep. We but, recorded this last night. <laughs> well, yeah, this is we, uh, we Thursday morning. Talked. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't record. <laughs> Recording this generous weapon. Yes. We podcast last night and... Your robotty. That's better. No. Is that better? A little bit. I've got orange bars. Let's see. Is that better? Yeah. The orangeness is gone. Okay. Yeah, that's better. I don't know. There was a storm last night, and out in Orem, and Scout could be in You're fading in and out in Robotty again. This is fun. <laughs> Take three. <laughs> Well, you can record. I'll just go, hmm, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounded okay. Good, good. Okay. So, looks like Moe's is still with us. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do, Moe's? I know. Oh. So, yeah. Emma Pull and I the recorded... off my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> do something. <laughs> I'll make some butter yes. later today or something. We'll turn butter, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Em and I recorded last night, and Em forgot to check. <laughs> well, my computer had a big update. I had a cold for over a week. I forgot to make sure my recorder was recording. It usually just records on its own. Yeah. But last night it didn't even enter my head. I just went on my merry way. Yep, and I saw my recorder pop up as soon as the call came in and 
I took a look at it a couple times during the call, and it said at the bottom, recording a call. So when we got finished, we always check so that neither one of us watches the next episodes. <laughs> and I saw that my recording was 0.00 long. <laughs> <laughs> so I texted him, please tell me you got it because I didn't. And at the same time, she was texting me, I forgot to launch my recorder. Please tell me you got yours. <laughs> oh, and then devastation. Oh, just crippling disappointment. Because <laughs> <laughs> newsflash, however much people hate re-recording something, I feel like Sue and I hate it double that. Yes. We don't like it. No. Doesn't feel fresh. Nope. We're over it by then. <laughs> <laughs> we want to move on. <laughs> the good news is there really wasn't any real golden moments that we need to recapture from last night. <laughs> I agree. It so, was a fine recording, but... Right, but there wasn't anything that it would be awkward to try and do again. <laughs> so <laughs> this will just, yeah, simply be a rehash. So it might not be the most exciting and in-depth because, frankly, neither one of us are too happy about having to do this. <laughs> no, we're not. And frankly, I think it's just going to be a walkthrough of what our podcast was. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Sue, and then I'll remember when we said this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, okay, well, should I read Harold's feedback? Yep. Because, yeah, another problem <laughs> with these two episodes is we only gave about, I don't know, a few hours notice that we were recording. <laughs> we're a mess. Don't listen to us. <laughs> Emily was sick and I'm in the middle of moving. I'm living between two houses. I quit podcasting. <laughs> I don't do well with this kind of chaos. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> so, um, so we only got one feedback because no one had time to send any in. But we had gotten one from Harold a few days before because he thought we were recording last week. So, anyway. yeah, is, is this the last thing I I decided I could blame on my cold brain? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's last thing I get to blame on the cold brain, except I was wrong. Not checking my recorder is the last thing I get to <laughs> That's blame right. on my cold brain. Yes. Done. <laughs> okay. The cold brain card is <laughs> played <back>. out. <laughs> you double down on it. <laughs> so. Okay. So I'll read Harold's. Uh, he says, these episodes are the coming out party for a new version of Echo, who has her own aware personality and who can switch and choose amongst her many imprints, which I think is pretty awesome. We do, too. Yeah. Um, I love the Echo is like a person with yes. her own thoughts and feelings and ideas. And I love that it's kind of pushed Caroline to like this where I think everybody is kind of questioning in the show. Is it good to bring Caroline back at this point? 
or is Echo the person now in the body? You know, she's right. a she's it feel like murderer if you just put Caroline back in there and went on the merry way and got rid of like Echo. just wiped her clean of Echo and all the yeah. other imprints that are inside of her and made her just Caroline 100%. Yeah, which is so interesting. I never would have thought it'd go there or I'd have these feelings when I started the show. I just think that's great. I think it is too. I I really like how she can just okay, I'm in this situation so now I need to be, you know, Eleanor Pants or yeah, it's now I awesome. need to be this person. It's pretty cool. I want to see the serial killer in her come out. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Boyd's like, only a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't discuss that last night. That's new. We did that. Hey, there you go. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Something new for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I I like it too. Um He says, the prison escape was a great set piece. And isn't it about time our main character gets some agency instead of doing what is programmed into her? Yes, I think that's what I like the best about her. Yes on that. Sue and I weren't as hot on the prison set piece ordeal. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, is he just meaning, like, the set? I think he just meant the whole thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Em and I kind of concluded last night that we kind of felt like the whole prison thing was just kind of a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't really accomplish much. And I had troubles with the believability of the whole medical scene. That was bothersome to me. Yeah. It It was, I don't know. I didn't care for it. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it was like watching an actress play a nurse playing a nurse. But... Which is I, kind of what did actually happen. But the fact that it was, like, supposed to be believable to those cards, which <laughs> that was one of the gems from last night. <laughs> Making fun how <laughs> the show seemed to really not have any sort of... Um, Respect. <laughs> Respect for Texas cops. <laughs> they were such idiots. They were in both total. scenes. They were Roscoe Pico. From... <laughs> <laughs> he says, last time I wrote about how I could finally write about how much I love Adele, and then this happens. <laughs> she becomes an antagonist once more. I guess I only try to remember the good times. Yeah, Harold, I have to confess, watching both these episodes, I kept thinking of you and how much you like Adele, and I'm like, she's not being her best right now. Saying, I think, I think she has a plan. I think she's faking this. And my conclusion, I don't think she is, but I think she's going to regret it fully and try and redeem. 
herself. Mm-hmm. I think she's. I think she is being calculating because she's kind of in panic mode. Right. Trying to save her career and save. I think there's some sort of save the dollhouse too. I think I. I don't think that she's totally heartless, but I think she's making some heartless decisions right now for her own gain. Right. And I think she's going to very much regret it. That's how I think it'll play out. Which I can I can see it going either way. Yeah, I could too. You know, but yeah, my my thoughts are is this is calculating that she's doing this with a purpose behind it. Like I thought I felt that generous towards her. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> guess I just try and see the best in people and you don't. (laughs) 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 La-dee-da. He says, I don't think that it was a coincidence that both of these episodes ended with Adele setting her sights on Echo. In Meet Jane Doe, she had just proclaimed to Topher that she was never going to let anyone take away her throne at the dollhouse when Echo saunters in doing her conquering hero walk. In A Love Supreme, she realizes that she has a non-crazy version of Alpha in her house who will be compliant only as long as it suits her. I do find the Echo Adele... We didn't really talk about this last night. The Echo Adele relationship is is pretty interesting to me. Yeah. That Adele, she just doesn't have control. Echo is just non-predictable. And Adele just doesn't like that, it seems like, you know? True, but I think Adele's the only one that would put up with it at all. Like, you think of the other people that we've seen that are in charge of other dollhouses, things like that. Mm Mm-hmm. She never would have gone as far as she has. Yeah, that's true. So there's that. There's that. Um, He says, speaking of Adele, I thought Olivia Williams did a great job in portraying a version of Adele after having been taken to Rossum's woodshed. Also, when she delivers that line to Harding that she hadn't appreciated how much power Rossum has and that she wants to be on the winning side. I don't remember that line, which is too bad. <laughs> I do. So it, was, it was great. Yeah, it was just that little scene between her and Harding when she shows him Topher's plans. Mm. And again. basically takes over the dollhouse again. So. Right. Yeah, that was good, but I was angry at her. <laughs> yes. I just, with Adele, this is like, means nothing, but like, her wardrobe choice just always takes me out of it a little bit. <laughs> she, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember her clothes, but I remember her hair being slicked back. Yeah. Kind of, and being like, mm. I, I'm just not a big fan of her style. I find... 
she dresses almost like she's going to like a fundraising banquet or something. Not the office. <laughs> yeah. You know I've noticed I mean? that a few times. Yeah. Where I've looked at her clothes and gone. That's a weird choice for work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess she meets with rich clients. I guess so. You know, I, yeah. I don't know why that would make you. I, yeah. I, sequins are just not. Yeah, the sequence. office choice. I don't care what office you work in. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, the sequence really got my attention. <laughs> That's seeming very strange. To <clears throat> yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know. Crazy wardrobe lady? Are you there? <laughs> Does just really like you for some reason? <laughs> Um, let's see. He says, I'm curious to see where you stand on Adele and Topher at this point. Did Topher spill the beans to Adele because Sierra was going to get shipped out? Was, what was his biggest mistake? Making the remote device or telling Adele about it? Oh, wow. These questions put us on a crazy long tangent. What was this? Oh, that's when Scout interrupted. That's when Scout walked in with a polar tooth out. Polar tooth out. We talked about Skittles. <laughs> that's right. Because she couldn't even eat her Skittles because it was hurting. I thought that was tragic. <laughs> a little girl that can't eat Skittles. Oh. And then I talked about how topical that was. And Sue had no idea what I was talking about because she's been moving in this. Like, not been... I've been on Facebook, like, three times in the last week. Current <laughs> I... events are not her thing right no, now. She I... didn't know about the stupid <laughs> Trump Jr. tweet. <laughs> so I had to tell her all about that. Yeah, and then I just claimed to have Skittle Brain. <laughs> and then Skittle Brain was a thing. Because <laughs> I had Skittle Brain, too. We just, we were tangenty yesterday. <laughs> so maybe it's good that we had... <laughs> <laughs> but our tangents were all right, though. Yeah. So where we came down on, <laughs> in a nutshell, <laughs> we do think that Topher spilled the beans because he didn't want Sierra to get shipped out. Yeah, we, so I reminded Sue about his history with Sierra, um, I feel like he's got not a thing for her, but there's a little, like, I don't know if it's mama bearing or um, kind of trying to, not compensation, what's the word? Recompense. Trying to... Kind of make up for, but... Make up for, I guess is... Yeah. Seems like there's a word out there that fits it. I just can't pull there it out of my brain. It's a, it's a fancier word than make up for. <laughs> <laughs> Insert that word here. <laughs> to Sierra about... Because she's kind of the reason he had sort of an epiphany about what he's doing. And it was the first time I felt it humanized him and humanized the dolls enough in his brain 
to be like, what am I doing? Is this, a, right. is this okay? And to make him actually really think about it. Yeah, and going it's through her, that thing with her where she killed that. Yeah, and to see what he had put her through. His technology and him just not really thinking about the consequences for these girls, treating them like humans. Mm-hmm. He was all about the technology, and that little episode with Sierra, he really, um, he kind of, you know, figured it out. And so, I, f- I feel like he is kind of protecting her a little bit and trying to make up for yeah, all of that. I think so. I think you're right. And I don't think he wants her to go to another dollhouse, especially like clear out to D- Dubai. I mean, yeah, where he can't like keep an eye on like a big brother. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And not big brother, like from, 1984, like Big Brother, like a sibling. <laughs> like, <laughs> not the George Orwell. <laughs> not the George Orwell, Big Brother. The, you know, like a... Like a sweet Big Brother. Like an older brother, protect his yeah. little sister, keep an eye on her, make sure she doesn't get hurt, you know? Yes. I think that's kind of where his feelings are. Agreed. And, so, um... Yeah. We think his biggest mistake is telling Adele about it. Because we feel like the remote would have been made anyway by someone else. Yep. And <laughs> we talked <laughs> that it's not the device, it's the person using it, kind of like guns. Yep. <laughs> and don't kill people, people, kill people. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, we, we concluded, yeah, the remote wipe probably would have been made anyway by someone. So, it's telling Adele was the biggest mistake for show we also concluded last night i think that um we think tofer is a little bit on board with the uh sierra victor ship yes he is a sierra victor he doesn't want to see him get split up (laughs) and that's part of his big brother thing yep (laughs) (laughs) so that's where we stand and then scatter some skittle talking there, and you got last night. <laughs> <laughs> and a little girl taking a Kleenex and ripping her tooth out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Um, he says, I know we are getting towards the end of the show, but I'd like to see more Kilo. <laughs> I like how Tover keeps using her for demonstrations. <laughs> I'm pretty much on a total loss of who Kilo yeah, is. I, I, Kilo is. <laughs> I feel bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, Harold. <laughs> um, he says, did you catch that little moment where Paul says that if he were to hire an active, it would be one program to cook? I immediately thought of Melly and her trays of lasagna. <laughs> I guess the dollhouse had his number. <laughs> oh, I love that. I did not. Well, I did catch the cooking thing. Right. I didn't I think of Melly, I did not though. think of Melly, though, and I love that. That's hilarious. <laughs> her giant. 
Yeah. Pans of lasagna and manicotti. Saying it's leftovers, and he's like, um. I brought you some lunch, and it's like an entire thing of manicotti. Feeds a family of 15. I know. It's like, lunch is like maybe two pieces of manicotti. (laughs) Not 12. Yes. Uh, He says, I don't know too much about Jenny Dearmit, who was the credited scriptwriter for A Love Supreme. Her IMDb page lists her mainly as an assistant or script supervisor on several top-notch shows like Dollhouse, The Shield, and Justified. But only two script credits for this and the Justified episode Burned, which was one of the last episodes in the series and a really strong one. This episode just stood out to me for all the great dialogue, and not just for Alpha, who always gets to chew the scenery. I loved Sierra's femme fatale character, which had me in stitches. She's the best. <laughs> yep. My only quibble is I wish they had used the idea of Alpha going after Echo's past clients by bringing back some more of her memorable engagements besides Joe Minor. And we were at a loss about who they could bring back besides Pat Oswalt, which they did, which was great. Yeah, we couldn't come up with anyone more memorable than that. Except for, that wasn't already dead, because there was the guy in the Target, but he died. There was the birthday boy, but he was in this one, and got exploded. Yeah. Oh, there was the stage fright. There wasn't a boy, though. There wasn't a boy in that one, right? Is that the one where she becomes a singer? Yeah. I don't remember... And there was a guy kind of after the girl she was protecting, but yeah. Well, there's also the guy she married, the Apollo from Battlestar. Right, I guess. In so, vows yeah. or whatever it was called. Did he die? I don't think he died. I don't. He died. So yeah, we just can't come up with a lot of memorable love interests. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we were we were on board with Patton being the one that they brought back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Pretty much. So, yeah. Remind us on Facebook who you're thinking of, Harold. Yeah, give us some example of what would have been great. Yep. Um, he says, so Ballard is brain dead. Hmm. I wonder where they might go from here. We concluded that they're going to do something that we're not going to be able to guess. That we're like, not going to be able to predict. <laughs> put them in a dog or a robot or a TV or something. Or a girl. <laughs> or a girl. Because <laughs> the easy answer is they're just going to imprint them. Well, Emily had the idea that, because we found out one of the next episodes is called The Attic, Emily's idea is that... Echo gets to go up in the attic and just pick who she wants the new Ballard to be. <laughs> I suggested Dominic. Yes, we thought Dominic might be. We we pretty much figure they're going to imprint him. We just don't know with what. And we think yeah, it's just be too easy. Although, I feel like if any any show I've ever watched in history, if this is the show that could solve this problem... 
right about a character being brain dead and especially since we know that he's been put into a microchippy thing right because alpha got in there we decided it's not going to be alpha because he's like echo he just can't i don't think he can he's a serial killer right he's just he's never going to be better he's never going to be able to be wiped entirely no right so that won't be it but they're going to do something I mean, I predicted a lot of things, and it's not going to be any of them. It's not going to be any of them, because this is... They're going to do something completely out of our thought process field. Yes, because that's how it's gone. That's how it happens. (laughs) I just want to say, this just hit me. I hope whatever they do, I hope this actor that plays Ballard can pull it off, because I don't know. He seems kind of one note. <laughs> yeah. He's no Victor. <laughs> <laughs> what, they, you think they're going to implant someone else in Ballard? That's what I think, is that they're going to put something in Brain Dead Ballard. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be someone else who has Ballard imprinted in him? Well, I think they're going to resurrect Ballard's brain into something else, yes. Oh, see, I was picturing resurrecting his body with someone else's brain. I can do that, too. So you think Ballard's brain is going to be gone? I don't know. Well, see, we brought up the little Epitaph 1 scene where it's, it's Caroline, too. It's not Echo, right? I think so. Weird. Um, they, she mentions like lately, it's kind of they're not a thing, and it kind of seemed weird, right? And so I'm like, it's the dog. They put it in a dog. They put him in a dog. That <laughs> 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 just opened it up that it could be yeah. weird that she's just like. Hmm. <laughs> I'm over it now. <laughs> I what I picture is that like they try to imprint Ballard's brain back into Ballard's body, but it just doesn't go right and he ends up uh-huh. more like Frankenstein monster. Okay. You know, kinda of like me <laughs> Fire <laughs> They've never, they've never tried to imprint someone who's completely brain dead. <laughs> right. So they get a little bit of it, but not all of it. But they have his imprint. So yeah, all I've been picturing is them just imprinting him into into a whole different body. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. We never like covered that last night because I've always weird. pictured that it's actually that actor with something imprinted in him. What did you think I was talking about when I said she'd go shopping for a new Ballard in the attic? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Skill brain. Because <laughs> it made sense. You're like, Emily's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I hadn't really put my thoughts together. I don't know. Skittle brain. Skittle brain. Um, 
Okay, he says, next time, yes, there is an episode coming up entitled The Attic. And no, it is not one of those classic Weedenverse misdirects. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> we decided we couldn't handle it if it is. Yep, <laughs> it must be. <laughs> it must be The Attic. We have to see it. Well, thanks, Harold. Thanks, Harold. All right. Well, do you want to read the recap for Meet Jane Doe? Yep. <clears throat> After escaping into the world at large over the course of three months, Echo has finished evolving into a full personality, able to access any of her nearly 40 imprints at will. She and Paul Ballard trained together to take down Rossum, running a practice test by breaking into a prison and freeing a woman whom Echo accidentally got imprisoned earlier in her adventures. Echo reveals that she has fallen in love with Paul who returns her feelings, but out of a sense of honor, won't allow himself to act on them. I'll have more to say on that later. Yes, you will. (laughs) (laughs) Back at the dollhouse. Meanwhile, DeWitt has been demoted and Harding has taken over. Topher unveils remote wipe tech. He has been designing for Rossum. Topher later reveals to Adele in confidence that he discovered Rossum's intent to create a machine to imprint anyone anywhere and that he figured out how to build it. Adele betrays Topher's trust and gives the technology to Rossum to gain control of the dollhouse. Echo and Ballard return to the dollhouse as the next step in their plan to bring it down. All that happened. (laughs) Indeed it did. Okay. I will start out. Um, I was pretty... I thought that was pretty crappy what Echo did to that girl. <laughs> yes. I thought she made some bad decisions and uh, executed them badly. Got her in prison. That was lame. Glad she got her out. But it was kind of frustrating watching it, thinking, what are you doing? Yep. These are bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And we feel bad that that girl probably spent a couple months in jail. Yeah, I think we worked out over the course of the podcast that it was at least two months, but less yeah. than three. Yeah. She's been in jail. For just accepting, I don't know, Echo, like, threw that food at her, basically. Made her take it. And then... Yeah. Yeah, that was lame. That was lame. And that's the scene where we get our first of the bumbling cops from Texas. Yes. When the cops just, the sheriffs just happen to be in the parking lot and they see Echo running out of the store and the one goes, hey, did you pay for that stuff? (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know. I just made me laugh. I'm like, that's so stupid. Yeah, it was terrible. Did you pay for that stuff? Yeah. These writers have, (laughs) don't have a lot of respect for Texas cops. Something (laughs) happened. (laughs) 
Well, and we didn't talk about this last night, but Echo, like, the one sheriff is chasing Echo, and she, like, falls into some garbage, and he pulls a gun on her. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Shed some light on recent events. (laughs) I know. She's a white woman. (laughs) That's why he didn't actually shoot. (laughs) Yeah, really. Just seemed a little much to, I don't think a gun is needed right there. Cops do. <laughs> I guess so. No, you're right. I noticed that the dollhouse is now using that plastic visor thing that the DC dollhouse had. Yeah, and I remembered seeing it, but not having any thoughts on it while I was watching it. I don't know. And My only thought literally was, okay, so they have that now too. <laughs> Still don't quite know what it's used for. Do you want to talk about your problem with Ballard? Yeah. Yeah, all right. So I felt Ballard was being very condescending to Echo, and it was really bugging me. But it. It's a murky situation. It's just... It's another just unprecedented event where all all the black and whiteness of the world is now gray. You know, you, mm-hmm. you have your black and white ideals on what's wrong, what's right, and then this adds shades of gray that doesn't exist in real life. So when it's fiction... You've got shades. And this is one of those times. I found him condescending because he was not... She kept saying she gets... She she does have all these personalities in her brain, but she can tell the difference. And she told him that several times, and it's her. It's Echo that's in love with him. Right. Now, Echo isn't Caroline so there's that and you know you can call it honor and you can respect that but at the same time it felt just watching it as a woman felt very condescending and I didn't care for it and I just don't know what's right because I have no idea what I would be thinking if he did sleep with her and have a relationship, would I be like, this is wrong. Right. But all I can say is what I do know is that it felt condescending because he was not listening to her and giving her the benefit of the doubt that she knows what she's feeling. Right. Yeah, I mean, he was basically saying, you're not the real you, So, sleeping with you would be wrong. It'd be taking advantage of the situation type thing. Yeah. But But she's telling him, no, I know what I am and these feelings are real, you know. Yeah, it's not like I'm riding on some sort of weird impression feeling of someone one of my personalities be in love with you. No, I know all of those and I know where they're coming from and they're, you know, slotted in her brain in their proper place. And me, I echo 
Love you. Right, right. Because you... He has spent a lot of time with her now, just the two of them, and we can clearly see it. She does kind of channel. She kind of does the, look at this, look at this, look at this, you know. Mm-hmm. So clearly, <clears throat> these imprints that are inside of her are, like, compartmentalized in her brain as separate things. Right. So she's not... I mean, she is a composite of them all, but she also she is clearly also plucks them out when she needs them. She's yeah. not always a composite of them all. She's also clearly a person with thoughts and feelings and right agency. Right. She seems to have a lot more control over everything than, say, Alpha does. Right. Alpha doesn't seem to be able to control all the imprints that are inside of him as well as she can. Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty. But again, if they if there was a scene where they were together in bed, we might be like, gross. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Know? It's Cause really wishy-washy. Really, it is, because there really are two things going on here. Yeah. There's the quandary of Echo and who she is. And then there's the fact that that's actually Caroline's body. But we wondered, isn't Caroline in there somewhere? We do think that Caroline is one of the things that's inside of her. Because we remember Alpha did imprint Caroline into her too, right? I'm not so sure now, because oh. he, wasn't he gonna? Didn't he hold a gun to it? Like, well, he had that. He had it. He had it, and he dropped it, and that's when was it Ballard that caught it? Yeah. So maybe she's not. She may not be in there. She might be the only thing not in there. You might be right. Now that I think about it, too. And that makes a bit of a difference, but on the know, other hand. I feel like it's her soul's in there. Yeah. But Echo did seem to make some... When she... She talked about the memory that Bennett put in her. When she left Bennett, like, under that debris from the explosion... She didn't like her, yeah. And she didn't like her. So maybe that's the only thing that she knows about Caroline, is that little... Maybe that little memory. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe Caroline's not in her. I don't know. We just don't know enough about Caroline that I don't care about her that much. I know. I don't either. I mean, somewhere inside of me, there's the caring that that is her body, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And that none of this is fair. But then you're kind of like, well, we've been totally set up to care about Echo instead of Caroline. Right. I don't know. It's murky. It's murky. And all I can tell you is how I did feel watching this scene. And it kind of, it ruffled my feathers. (laughs) So we're good with the... 
Ballard Echo stuff. Yeah. Ruffled my feathers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else happened in this episode? My notes are... Um, Echo got MacGyvery. Oh, that's right. (laughs) In the... Was it an elevator? In that little room. It was like getting out of the locked doors of the... Yeah. She pulled the, like, heart monitor thing off uh, that girl's chest. We don't remember her name. And used it to, like, circumvent the security or something. Right. (laughs) Whatever she did, it was MacGyvery. It was. Totally. And we discussed um, Adele and Topher. And what she did to him. And it made me realize that the way she acted towards him in Epitaph 1 makes a little more sense. Because she, yes, he invented all that stuff. But now we know that she's the one that put it in the wrong hands. He had a crisis about it. Right. That's very interesting. Because he doesn't seem to remember all that. I mean, we don't know how it ends up playing out, but... She was... We just... We were like, boy, she's so sweet to him. That's great, you know? And now it's probably born out of quite a bit of guilt. (laughs) Seems to me. Yeah. I think so, because we we still have Epitaph 1 to draw from. Yeah. Where she does seem to, like, she talks to, I don't know, she seems to feel bad for what's going on with Topher in Epitaph 1, right? Yeah, she's. You know, he's a little crazy and having bad days and all of that. And she just seems to be very mama bearish to him and just very tender and sweet to him. Right. And now we makes me wonder, at least, is some of that guilt. Is some of that born of guilt. Which never occurred to me before. I think it totally could be because I think so I'm still on board that she's got this plan that she's acting this way because it's part of some plan that she has to protect the LA dollhouse from Rossum or something. Right. Um, And it backfires. Right. You know, because obviously it doesn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) It goes bad. (laughs) Whatever happens, it's bad. <laughs> so. Anyway, just there's more responsibility for her, to her than I thought when I watched Epitaph 1 originally, which I never did rewatch it. I said I was going <laughs> to. Yeah, I didn't either. I haven't watched anything. I barely got to watch these two episodes. <laughs> Oh, I was telling Sue, I've watched lots. I know. Like, 
eight seasons of TV in uh, the past two weeks because I was sick. I'm so jealous. And Sue's jealous. I... I wasn't sick enough to be totally miserable, but sick enough to take the week off. That's the perfect sick. It's the perfect sick. It's the perfect sick when you're sick enough to have an excuse to be like, sorry, you know, not doing anything. I can anything. expect everybody. And you're feeling run down, so just getting up and making dinner is, like, a big deal to you. A big accomplishment. (laughs) And getting the kids off to school, big accomplishment. Yep. Keeping the house relatively in order, big accomplishment. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to go rest. (laughs) And watch lots of shows. Yeah, I watched three seasons of Penny Dreadful. I watched all five seasons of The UK Being Human. Oh, and it was fun because uh, it was fun watching Poldark again because Poldark's coming up season two next on the, this coming Sunday. So I'm doing a Poldark rewatch, which our sister Amy, Mama Bird, she said that <laughs> she just said on Facebook that they call it Poldark and Handsome. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's what Amy calls it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. I guess she watched it with Annie and Kelly. Those are Amy's kids. And they called it Pull Dark and Handsome. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, and so I'm doing a Pull Dark rewatch right now, and it's really fun because he's, he's the vampire on being human. And so it's fun because those are the only two things I'd seen him in. I had never seen him in anything else. So now I've watched Being Human, and so it's fun seeing him again, because I just loved his character in Being Human, because he, like, has this delightful amusement. He just, I don't know, he's just so funny. Things amuse him to where he's, like, open mouth delight of surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And I just love that about him. I'll take you that a shot. Yeah, like I said, it's not, it's great... I'm sick and cross-stitching and in bed all day. Oh, so, it really is. Shut cause it's... up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best thing I've ever seen, but it's, you know, just good good brain candy. My life could not be more opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm back to reality now. <clears throat> yeah, I'm praying when I'm done with this move, that I get the flu. Yep. And then I can have... We're I, pulling for the flu. We're for pulling soon. for the flu. <laughs> Last week, I should have gone over there and licked your cups. No. <laughs> You're not ready yet? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> that was a good cold. Like I said, it was a perfect amount of cold. <sighs> Sounds amazing. And I thought it was going in my chest. And I was like, Whoa. Because I'm like, I will take the week off. Yes, cold. <laughs> High five. <laughs> <laughs> I just take a week off of most of the stuff I do. And then, so after at the end of that week, it was, it was Saturday to Saturday. It started out on a Saturday night. And then the next Saturday night, after my week off, I felt like it was going down to my chest, and I was like, no, 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 cold. We had an understanding. We had an understanding. <laughs> we had a deal. <laughs> I will 
<clears throat> enjoy you for one week, and then we're good. <laughs> and it 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 remembered my deal after that because I woke up on Sunday not feeling as bad as I thought. I'm still a little coffee and whatever, but sure, definitely didn't do that big like second tier chest cold another week of trouble. <laughs> it's not. It's fine. Well, that's good. Sounds amazing, and I'm insanely jealous. But. Yeah. Well, I wish you the cold in three weeks or so. Yeah. I'm pulling for it for, like, the weekend of the first and second. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go lick some grocery cart. <laughs> I'll go spend an hour at a daycare. (laughs) (laughs) What's that weird lady doing here? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... So summing up me, Django, <laughs> which, why is it called that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess that's Echo, like we thought. <laughs> it would have been better if it was them introducing a new senator type person like you were hoping. Yes. <laughs> I had much better ideas. You did. <laughs> no, we weren't enamored with this episode. Not really. I just... One thing that bothered me about it the most, I think, is so this breaking this woman out of the prison was, I think Ballard said it, I, I heard them say it a couple times that that was like their practice run or something for bringing yeah, down the dollhouse. Like, which may make more sense when we see their plan to bring the dollhouse down, but for now it's kind of like, huh? I know. It's so... My guess is what it accomplished was seeing how well Echo can channel those imprints, like, under pressure. That's the only thing that makes sense to me, that this was a, a practice run, because... Oh, that... Gosh, stop it! What? I'm getting payless texts. Oh, <laughs> And two on my phone, and then they're hitting my iPad, so it's like, ding, 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 oh. ding, ding, <laughs> Stupid Payless text, I need to get those to stop. They make you sign up when you buy shoes. I know, I hate that so much. Everyone makes you do that. Elle's little black ballet flats all the time. Anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I just thought the whole prison thing was, I don't know, it just seemed like a waste of time. Yeah, it might make more sense, and when we come back to it, we'll be like, oh, yeah, clever. Yeah. (laughs) Well played, (laughs) Dalhouse. I hope so. (laughs) So. Or we'll be like, huh. And we also forgot to mention that 
poor Ivy got really burned by Topher in this episode. Yeah. She was all dolled up. She has a thing for Topher. She totally does. And she was all excited that he wanted to brainstorm, and then Sierra just jumps out of the chair, and they walk off. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked especially made up. She did. Her hair looked nice, and makeup, and all that. So, yeah. We haven't really seen that side of Ivy. I mean, you can tell that she kind of respects him for his brain and wants to work with him, but I didn't know she had a... Yeah, but... yeah, I didn't really either. I thought she might, like, I thought it was a possibility. Right. Since they were the lab nerds or whatever, and right. she looked up to them. Seemed like a logical thing that might happen. Kind of a hero worship into Crush. Right. But then he's having her get juice boxes, and it's been pissing her off. Exactly, that's... <laughs> So, okay, well, should we move on to a love supreme? Mm-hmm. Which we'd like to point out that we had totally decided Alpha was done last episode. Last podcast. <laughs> yep, we had written <laughs> him <he> off. <laughs> We're like, we think Alpha is all played out. Yep, that's on. <laughs> Doing something else. How wrong we were. Wrong, but a good wrong. I was happy to see him. Oh, yeah, great wrong. I'll be wrong about that any day. Heck, yeah. Because it was fun. What did we talk about first yesterday? Did you Did you want to read the recap? Oh, yeah, the recap. <laughs> Maybe there was something. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Echo's previous romantic engagements began to surface as murder victims one by one. Alpha has returned with his murderous obsession with Echo to seek his revenge. DeWitt begins to grow increasingly suspicious of Ballard. Echo, Ballard, and Langdon recruit Topher. Sorry. And Langdon recruit Topher into their conspiracy to take down the dollhouse. Alpha shows up at Adele's office and reveals that Ballard and Echo were together through those three missing months. Alpha uses an upgraded piece of technology from Grey Hour to make the dolls turn on the dollhouse staff and captures Ballard, who he feels is the only real competition he has for Echo's affections. Topher and Langdon manage to restore order with Topher's new remote wipe technology, but not before Alpha imprints himself with Ballard and tortures Ballard to the point of causing permanent brain damage leaving Paul in a vegetative state. Echo fights Alpha, and Ballard's mind takes over for a moment, begging her to kill him. She's unable to kill Paul, however, and Alpha, shaken, regains control and runs from the dollhouse. Echo is seen with Ballard, who is on life support machines. I don't remember Alpha's exit. Did it really shake him up? What shook him up so much? I think becoming Paul and how... Really? She couldn't kill him, yeah. And how it happened without his, like, permission? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that seemed to rattle him. I just didn't notice him being rattled. I remember him leaving, but... Interesting. 
Yeah. I'm guessing because Alpha... Alpha seems more obsessed with Echo than in love with her. And I think there's a huge difference between the two. Well, definitely. And I think people like Alpha and the sociopathic tendencies he has, that's all he can do. You know, it's not going right. to be like real love. Right. And so It's going to be this weird obsession. When he switched into Ballard, I think he felt the real love. Oh, interesting. And, and that, we did not talk about this last night. We did not. This is new. <laughs> so I think that's what rattled him. Yeah. Like, maybe he realized he saw the difference between the two, you know? Yeah. So. Interesting. I like that. Yeah, and who knows what that's going to do to Alpha in the future. You know, that might change him a little bit. Oh, he still has Ballard in there, huh? Yep. That'll be interesting, huh? Ooh, we didn't think about that. We Maybe did not. Ballard, like, crushes through and controls Alpha a little bit. So they're next. That might be how he goes down. Maybe. Well, we discussed the... Buffy Angelus connection. Yes. Buffy had a similar face with killing Angelus, and the first time she did not do it, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And then he did some horrible things like kill Jen Calendar. And then, um, so the second time she was able to kill him. Right. Yeah, we wondered if this might go down the same path, which mm. wouldn't surprise me if it does. No, it worked the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Quite effective. Yep. And we did warn you at the start of Dollhouse that we would be spoiling Buffy. I would think anyone who's seen Dollhouse has seen Buffy. Right? I wouldn't say anyone, but probably yeah. people listen to a podcast about it, especially when it's hidden in a Buffy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, watches Buffy. Wonder if this is about Dollhouse. <laughs> no, I've never seen this Buffy, but maybe they talk about Dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> so we loved the the doctor that Victor was (laughs) oh boy yes we did (laughs) we decided he was like an old man (laughs) yes he just had some old man tendencies yep Victor seemed to kind of walk like an older man and we decided we could have watched a whole episode of him as that doctor yep <laughs> <laughs> I liked again them being I love it when the dolls like annoy the they like ask for it and then they annoy him so much they're like relieved when they get wiped <laughs> <laughs> that happened with Adele again <laughs> yep. Um, 
I loved his little crack it. I don't know, saying something about naughty and he, Sierra <laughs> walks by, he's like, she's naughty and she knows it or something. Yes. <laughs> I just, and I talked about how much, and I don't remember if it was here or what, but the romantic in me is such, I just love how their little love, like, transcends whatever yes. they're doing, whoever's body they're in. That's just something that any romantic would just love. Oh, it's great. So that little romantic in me just absolutely loves that, and I totally ship them. And, you know, we discussed a lot about Ballard and Echo and where that's going and the intricities intricities that go along with it. But in the end, neither of us really ship them and don't care that much. (laughs) They get together. Yeah. We don't really care about Ballard and Echo and what happens. Yeah, we just don't ship them. But But we like Victor and Sierra. Riding that ship train. We loved it when they're both the lab coat doctors and then they look over and they're just kissing. Oh, cute. (laughs) Hilarious. Yep. We like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the blockbuster joke being obsolete, I found ironic because blockbuster is so obsolete at this point that the joke's not even funny now. Yep, <laughs> which makes it obsolete and ironic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we definitely ship Victor and Sierra and love the little moments. Yes, they're adorable. It's so cute. Yeah. Um, we loved the femme fatale Sierra as well. Very much. Just her little 30s language. And so funny. I seriously think they should have made a sister show of Sierra's engagements. Like, instead of Echo, have it be all through Sierra's eyes and get to watch all her engagements, because she's got some fantastic ones. I know. And we only get to see, like, (laughs) tiny, tiny snippets. Just her walk into the chair. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. (laughs) And her little 30s language. Yep. Little noir Done well, and wrong. Just <laughs> knowing that that engagement was with Alpha. Yes. <laughs> we're really bummed we didn't see any of that. <laughs> and he's kind of on a little kick like that. So it's so funny with his suits. Yep. Yep. We're really, yeah. It would have been fun to see what went on there. Very much. Um, I have trouble believing that Echo or Jenny, whoever walked into that house, didn't smell a over a week decomposing corpse. (laughs) (laughs) Entirely unbelievable. You would probably not even have to open the door at that point and start smelling it. And then you'd open the door and you'd be bowled over and gagging. 
It would be a something terrible. would be horribly yes. wrong in that house. Yep. So. So that is a shush. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we discussed. So I'm just going through my notes. Um, they're trying to make us believe that a billionaire, a billionaire. <laughs> Spent all his money on the dollhouse on yeah, engagements. That seems <laughs> that doesn't work out in our heads. Yeah, it seems almost impossible. Yeah, we don't know the pricing, but we felt Echo's been that two years, right? Something like that. I think we have confirmation that it's been about two years that she's been in the dollhouse. Even if a client had her solid for two years. Could it possibly be cost billions? billions? I don't think so. I can't imagine. Like we said, the interest alone <laughs> on billions um, is going to keep you fat. It's gonna, yeah, I mean, you, you just can't spend that much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's when, when you have that kind of money, your money is its own dynamic that's making its own money. Right, and I can believe a billionaire could bankrupt himself, but we're talking because corporations and housing projects all go down or something. Go down, right, right. There's no way you'd just be able to... Just by spending on frivolous things like a doll. And they tried to make it sound like it was from the dollhouse. You know, it's not like... I had mansions in 50 countries and dollhouse stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> and four private jets and then dollhouse stuff. They made it sound like he spent all his billions on the dollhouse. Yeah. Which, which we thought was a little, little like, they could have done it with millions and made it more believable. Yeah. <laughs> billions? No. Little quibbles, I suppose. Yeah. But still. Um, we were both surprised that they actually blew up that one guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, we talked about other shows and NCISs and things. Those people always get saved at the last minute by the heroes of the show. Every time. Yeah. And it's almost like not even worth getting nervous about Exactly. Even if it's a character you care about, because they're going to always be saved in the end, because that's what heroes do. Right. So it was kind of shocking to see, oh, they blew him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Keep us guessing. Don't make us comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Not that we care about that guy, but you care a little. I mean, he's a person. and Sure, yeah. He didn't deserve that. No. No. We were kind of annoyed by him, but... Yeah, just normally the formula is, yes, people can die before the show starts, and you can see, but in that last kind of uh, climax, where it's like, okay, now we're here to save, and we're going to stop this guy, that's when they get saved, and nope. (laughs) (laughs) Got blowed up. (laughs) Just interesting. Totally. I like it. Totally. Totally. 
Um, do you want to, next thing in my notes is the Pat Oswalt stuff. Do you want to go into that? Sure. Okay, so my first note about the whole thing. Oh, first off, as we said last night, neither of us saw his name in the credits. So this was a big surprise. Yep. So it was fun. Um, so I wrote in my notes that I think they just confirmed that his actual wife is Rebecca. Like, the in imprint in Echo is the actual wife. And this has been a debate since the character started. And I felt when they said that she's the only one that might know where his uh, retreat is, that that is full-on confirmation that it's Rebecca. But then later it kind of got contradicted that it's her because things explicitly said by... Echo or Patton, I don't remember. Um, and then I started second-guessing myself that that really wasn't a confirmation because when I thought about it later, it was like, oh, wait a minute. Um, he didn't start. I can't imagine he was doing retreats and stuff because she died right when he got into his money and that seemed like a something he does now that he's rich right are these private retreats so I don't know why this Rebecca facade person would know where the retreats are but I don't know it, it's confusing to me and I'm so confused now well here's something I just thought of maybe they had like talks when they were poor like you know when we get rich hmm. every year let's go hide out on this island or do you know what I mean yeah maybe like little fantasy talks like you do yeah but so maybe... it's only it's only important to me because it changes it it makes it so much more emotional to me if it's his actual wife that they were able to imprint somehow right. and that's actually her. I just think it ups the stakes and everything about it so much. Well, it does because if it's not her, then it's a fake her. Yeah, just someone that they got close, close Cl enough. Got close enough that he, it conjured up the feelings in him. You know? Yeah. But it just changes everything to me if it's actually her. That's why it's just very important to me to know. So yeah. if anyone knows, because <laughs> I felt it got confirmed and then I took it back. I'm trying to think of the conversation. She said, she actually said, I know I'm not Rebecca, but is that because she meant this isn't my body? Well, I think because it's, I think that was Echo talking. I think Echo is always aware when she's someone else. Oh. Because it was so sweet. It when was. It tells was... Her about, she asked, you know, the Rebecca lady person <laughs> kind of gave her blessing. And that was so sweet. And, you know, yeah. wanted to know about her, what her name was. I loved it. But it just totally waters it down if it's not actually her. Yeah. So if it's never confirmed, my headcanon wants to just decide it is. That it is her. But I'd like to know if anyone knows if it's confirmed. I don't know if... I can't imagine it comes back. 
but I don't know. We, we want to hear your thoughts, people. Yeah. What do you guys think? What, Harold, Ray, Nettie, do you think it's really her or just a close enough to her? And we also discussed that it it made tears spring into my eyes again because of <laughs> Pat Oswald and what he's gone through this year. And it's just amazing that that's the story they they choose, and they had no idea. I know. How would Echo is real life Echo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. It's so poignant. It does. It was good. I loved seeing him back, and I loved that. I I liked that little talk too because then it it made it so that he can move on. Yeah, and I love knowing that he's moving on. That makes me happy. It makes me happy too. That it makes me happy that it could happen to Pen someday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like to think that it's really her. I don't know. It does make it better. It makes it way better. So, unless it's ever confirmed, that's my headcanon. Or the Yes Mother official (laughs) canon. (laughs) The Sue Watches Buffy official. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So. Yeah. I love Supreme. That was a good one. It was really good, yeah. I I loved the ending and all that w- that went on with Ballard and and uh, Alpha and Echo. I thought that was mm-hmm. awesome. It was fun seeing the uh, when Alpha like remote imprinted all the dolls in the big yeah. uprising. That was kind of cool. That was cool. Just turn them into, like, soldiers. Yeah. <clears throat> or and, assassins, whatever. Yeah. And just through a frequency, so now we know for sure that's, you know... That's how it happens. Yeah, right. And that frequency apparently can work being broadcasted over the radio. Radio, probably TV. So that's easily they they just can do that, and that's probably what happened. Is he just turned everyone that was listening to whatever station was playing just turned into yeah robotic assassins. But it's it, crazy. Yeah. Just interesting to find out who how it happens. Is it Rossum yeah. that does it? Is it Alpha that does it? Is it you know? Yeah, huh. Oh. I know. This We were just talking last time how these two parters have really been working out in our favor and then this time it didn't. Because <laughs> it's like we should have watched three this time. <laughs> Cause we really want to watch the next one. Yeah. Now we can This was our first I think I really feel this was our first real major cliffhanger is mm-hmm. Echo and Ballard with Ballard on life support. Yeah. Anything else to say about a love supreme? No. 
good. Okay. Well, I think we missed anything that we talked about last night. I don't think so. Oh, I did like the quote from Alpha when he's showing Adele the pictures of Echo and Ballard that he was taking. And he says, that's not active handler face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that just made me laugh. Yeah, and I liked, I brought up the quote, he's ten times the man you are, and you're like 40 guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a good one, too. So, so like, cheesy weed and, yes. weed and speak, but just worked. Totally worked. Totally on worked. Which many of his do. Not that he wrote this, but it channeled. It did. Channeled the feeling of these shows and why we like them, but yeah, it's just this little like Buffy fight language, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. I think it was funny. There were a few times where they tried to get Alpha to make little quippy lines about all their personalities and her and him and. Not all of them worked, but that one did. That one worked. I think he calls her babies a few times, you know. I don't remember. Something like that. And I was like, meh. Not as good as the 40 guys. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hit or miss, you know. (laughs) I like what I like. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, do we rank or uh, talk about the next ones? We always do the ranking before. So. You're not going to get the full discussion because it's already done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we decided. Can explain our our decision. decision. So first we decided a Love Supreme is better than Meet Jane Doe, which. I would guess it's probably a pretty universal... It's gotta be. Yeah. And so... We put it right under the left hand? No, that's the other one. Sorry. Spoiler alert! (laughs) (laughs) Meet Jane Doe, we put in between uh, Spy in the House of Love and Grey Hour. That's right. We thought it was a little better than Grey Hour, just on the merit that it's an older episode, where the earlier episodes are just never going to be as good, even as, are never going to be as good as the worst of the later episodes, because the story's progressed and everything's just gotten better. Right. So they're just never going to be able to compete well. Right, right. Because so. Grey Hour was, you know, fun for its time and where it was in the show. Right. But it... Oh, there was a while that Grey Hour was in the top five, you know. You're right, yeah. Now it's been pushed to, like, number 15. <laughs> <laughs> so... But we did think that Spy in the House of Love was a little bit better. Yeah. So... We felt it belonged 
in between the two. Yep. And I'm still happy with that choice this morning. Me too. Yep. After sleeping on it. Yep. <laughs> and then a Love Supreme, we put in between the left hand and Belle chose. Yeah. It was really good, but so are the top five. I mean, yeah, the top five are good. They're good episodes. Yeah, but we still felt the left hand was slightly better. Yeah. Um, I almost on just Topher and Victor alone. I mean, that was amazing. That was epic. Yes, exactly. Plus, everything else was good. Well, I had the Bennett. Yeah. Which I enjoyed quite a bit. So. And Belcho's was really good, except it had bad parts. <laughs> right. It, just not as great parts. Right, right. So, yeah, I really, I think that's a good spot for a Love Supreme. Number six. Me too. And then we sat and pondered what everyone else thinks and if people just, like, yell and if we have, like, a ridiculous list that people are like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> we <laughs> yes. have no idea. <laughs> We'd like to know, again, what what do you what do you think of our... Or what is your list? Yeah, yeah. we just don't know how far we off, how far off we are on, like, the collective... Right, like, do, I mean, because we have, like, right now, we've got Epitaph 1 as number 11, so Epitaph 1's not in the top 10. Right. Is that scandalous to people? Is, <laughs> you know, is that yeah. a top 5 episode to the majority of, you know, dollhouse people? Yeah, interesting. Who knows? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty good with like our top, our bottom, um, our bottom five-ish. Yeah, like our and bottom five. And I also five... feel good with our like top three. I feel like we're probably pretty spot on. Yeah, like our bottom five are. Let's see. True Believer, Haunted, The Target, Ghost, Stage Fright. Yeah. And I think that's... I think that is right on. And then our top three are Omega, Briar Rose, and Belonging. Yeah. I. It's the middle stuff I wonder about, I guess. Yeah. I feel pretty good about our bottom and top few. I think so. All right. So the next two. Yep. So the next one is called Stop Loss. <laughs> Which... <laughs> we had a huge discussion on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All I could think of is <laughs> it it brought up the name of a play. I mean, just this random play I went to when I lived in New York in 2001, which I hadn't thought about since. 
I just went to this play with a server friend of mine that another server friend of mine had like put on and it was it was a play about um it was called Stop Kiss. And so I just the first time that that name like went back into my brain and so it conjured all this up, you know, it was about a it was about a hate crime to a lesbian couple the play was. It was one of those like little political plays. Um so I just thought that was that's the only thing I can think of when I hear it. And it's it's odd that you know, just some random play I saw so long ago. It's yeah that is all I can think of. And I conjured that name up. Sue has thoughts about it being you know, you can explain it. Yeah, for some reason stop loss it, it just seems like <clears throat> it's a term I've heard before like a like a business term, like a quality control. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Like someone who comes in and like helps the company get back on its feet, like shows them where they're spending money unnecessarily. And for some reason, it just seems like it's a familiar term to me. And for what it conjures up in my brain is like, efficiency and someone coming in and saying, you know, if you used this kind of paper instead, that's going to save you $10,000 a year, you know, type thing. Right. <laughs> Which we decided if it's a show about a nerdy account, <laughs> it's going to be really boring. <laughs> Unless Victor plays the account. <laughs> right. And then we're totally on board. <laughs> Go on with that. Yep. <laughs> So we decided that neither of our predictions can possibly be it. So it's, but we. Well, I, I, mine's less of a prediction. It's just, right. that's the only thing I can think of. But right. yours makes sense. Um, stop loss. That sounds like it could be. I think, yeah. although I've never heard it. It doesn't conjure that in my brain, but. Yeah, I mean, I think of like the term shrinkage, which is what happens when you you inventory. Like when I worked at Dillard's department store, we'd have to inventory every six months because of shrinkage. Just stuff that uh, isn't there and it wasn't bought, <laughs> you right. know. So it was either shoplifted or shoplifted or just gone missing. You just right. have to inventory every little while and. Right. So that's kind of when you started talking, that's what kind of went into my head. But, you know, could it be, it could easily be about Ballard. Right. That's, that's the thing. I, I think all in all, no matter what, how they use stop loss or why it's called stop loss, I really think the episode's going to be about Ballard. Yeah. Which... I just have a hard time believing that they would end it with him on a respirator and then just not have them in the next episode at all. You're right. Not have it focus on what's going on with him and what, what are they going to do? So and there's a loss there. They can be stopping the loss of, of his brain function or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. And then the attic. Let's see. Emily, 
yes, Emily decided that Echo is going to go shopping up in the attic for a new Ballard. <laughs> See what she likes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's going to be, for some reason, the L.A. Dollhouse needs numbers. Like, it needs to, it needs to have more, like, power in numbers. Like, there's going to be, I don't know. I don't want to say a battle, but for some reason it just makes me think that, like, strength in numbers. So they need to go up into the attic, get everyone they've put up there, and then imprint them again. So that they've got, like, more people on their side or something. But all those people are just going to be a little different or off because they're yeah. in the attic for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so... But whatever it is, we're both excited that we get to see the attic. Yes. And we hope it doesn't disappoint. We hope it's not a misdirect. Yes. So. We have to be past that. Like, yeah. it's not going to be some sort of, like, attic of a house that Echo gets <laughs> like, has yes. to go to or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a one-off episode where she's in <laughs> someone else's attic. <laughs> Yeah, we got to be past that. Solving a mystery of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the dollhouse attic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, we did it, Em. And it wasn't hey, so bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't as torturous as I imagined. Nope, me neither. And we had new stuff came up in this one. That's true. That we didn't talk in the last one, so... And I don't think we lost anything. No. Nothing poignant was said last night that we can't, re- you know, no. <laughs> or was there? <laughs> it was the best podcast we ever had. <laughs> you guys really missed out. <laughs> I, I would put it, it was one of our most boring. It was late at night. <laughs> I was tired. I'm much more of a morning person. I don't so. think it was boring, but it wasn't too much different than this was. It really wasn't. So. We did have Skittle Brain. Skittle Brain. I don't have as much Skittle Brain today as I did last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's more Starburst Brain. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, we're winding down the season, guys. Winding down the show. Oh, we did discuss what might come next. Yeah, we, next we're hoping we can get our sister-in-law, B on board and do Firefly. Yeah. Because she's never seen it. Yeah, so we wanted to do a B watches Firefly. And that would pretty much take care of the Whedonverse, except for, I guess, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but we're just not going to podcast no. about that. I'm sure there's no plenty, way. <laughs> plenty of them, and M would not be on board. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think Firefly, we need to do. So we... We do need, we have a few little things we need to do, like, um, we need to do Sue Watches. Uh, Dr. Horrible. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. 
B and I have both seen that. Okay. Can I rent that from Amazon or something? Is it out there? It's on... I found it on YouTube. Oh, okay. I noticed that it was gone from whatever like regular source you can watch it on, and so I panicked, and then I started digging around and just found it on YouTube. Okay. Because I know it was on Netflix. I put it on my list. Oh, that's what it was, Netflix. I went to watch it one day... And then decided, no, not in the mood for a musical. And then, like, went to watch it, like, a week later, and it was gone. (laughs) And I was like, dang it! (laughs) So, so yeah, we'll do Dr. Horrible. If you guys can think of something else that we're forgetting. Yeah. And uh, the only... I suggested maybe Em and I could do Firefly without B, but then Emily's like, no way, we got to have a newbie on that one. Yeah. So but I just I would I would wait to do it until B's available because I know she's on board to do it. I just don't know what her schedule is. Yeah. Because we just haven't. She hasn't been following Dollhouse and. Yeah. She just might not be in a place where she can. Sink herself into that and commit. So, I would rather wait and do it, in six months from now than. Sure. Okay. Then just do it without her. Because I'm sure we can come to a point where she's able to do it. I just sure. think it'd be more fun to do it with her. It'd be worth waiting for. Totally. So, cool. Well, that's what's next. We've only got three more Dollhouse podcasts. Yeah, yeah. There's only or six days. if we have to re-record. Oh. <laughs> we thought we only had three more <laughs> last night. <laughs> So yeah, send. We will get better at giving more uh, notice of when we're going to be recording. So yes, people can like get I their... said, I can't blame my cold on anything else. That's right. <laughs> no more cold brain. No more cold brain. I should have it together, and we'll decide when we're going to record next week and tell you by Sunday. Should we make that goal? Sure. Okay. Because it'll most likely be like. A Wednesday night or something. Yeah. So. So, all right. Well. That's it for us. That's it. Send your feedback to suewatchesbuffy at gmail.com. Yep. All right. Well, fingers crossed that these went okay. (laughs) Yes. Later. Because uh, we're not doing it again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. I could not hate re-recording more. Me neither. <laughs> I'm so mad. I am so mad. I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> or the energy. Just the thought of just doing it all again just sounds terrible. I know. The first time was a fine discussion. Oh, oh, oh. 922 was that yesterday? Yeah. Possible it's shown up now. What? Something's shown up. But it doesn't have any info. That would be so amazing if you somehow got it. There's two of them. The first one says zero. I don't think so. Wait, no, nine twenty two is today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so messed up.
<sighs> I thought it was picture day today. I got L's already for <laughs> picture day. And then I look at the thing and I'm like, oh crap, it's tomorrow. Now I have to find her something else cute to wear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I was so excited for just a second. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, we're just going to have to make it a... <laughs> probably be pretty lame. <laughs> it's going to be lame. My heart's not in it. <laughs> Mine neither. Yesterday got all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so mad. (laughs) It has to be that stupid update thing. Yeah. You know. So. But it launched and it said it was recording, so I trusted it. I didn't even think to check. We were on such a roll. (laughs) (laughs) We were. And. uh, Yeah. I, I. didn't even look at mine. Just never even entered my head once, and that sucks. It sucks because yours always records. Mine. Yeah, not always. Sometimes mine has recorded like just me or just you or you know. So. No, when I got home last night after recording, I plugged in my computer. I let it do its update thing and went to bed. I don't know how long it went on, but seems like it was a big one. <laughs> Because when I turned it back on, it took a long time and gave me all these little messages. Yeah. Like, we did this, and we did this. And I was like, I don't care. (laughs) What you didn't do was record (laughs) a simple conversation. My vivid podcast last night. (laughs) And then when I got here, I went to the old house again, because this is where my... Wi-Fi is. Um, I downloaded the latest version of the recorder just to make sure. Because it was giving me the message like, you know, an updated version is available, but it didn't give me a reason to believe that the one I currently had wouldn't have worked. Well, yeah. Because sometimes it will. It'll be like all red. You need to update this now. (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't getting that. It was just like new versions available, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, I don't, I've never seen mine do that. So, yeah. This will try and make it entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think we're both bitter we are for sure well I was waiting for you though I did see those pictures of Elle she looks adorable Oh, the picture day guffaw <laughs> <laughs> she's cute I love her legs so much I know, they're so cute. <laughs> Little sticks. <I> <laughs> 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 
long, long sticks. <laughs> little long sticks and just little <laughs> worthless. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, should we get started? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we do have to let him know that this is a second recording, so it might not be great. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I will tell him all about it. Which <laughs> I really don't think that they're. Lo- I don't. I I don't remember any like gems <laughs> happening last yeah, night. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I did like Skittlebrain. <laughs> <laughs> Skittlebrain was pretty good. <laughs> okay. Oh, and this morning I posted the Colbert Skittle thing. You'll have to watch that. Yeah, I saw that you posted that. But Give that a little watch when you need a little break. I will. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah.
Is it possible it's non-compliant with the new one? I don't know. I could not hate re-recording more. I hear us. <laughs> okay. So bad. Mine... Mine recorded our last segment. Good. Okay. So I've got what we recorded before my Skype shut down. So I've got that. All right. I have little faith. Mine's recording. It says it's recording. <laughs> I got the pop-up and everything. <laughs> Moses is really past. <laughs> Listen up, guys. If this doesn't record, I am not doing this again. No. These will be the last recordings. These will be the last ones. We'll do a tiny little in a nutshell when we record the next two. Yep. Be like Ballard condescending. Prison break stuff. Bad. Bad choice. <laughs> Too much time wasted. That's how we feel. <laughs> yep. So. Okay. 